Hello, HMC, and welcome back to another podcast. I'm Chi Catherine. This is Chi Angus. This is Andenas. And this gospel is called Jesus Appears to His Disciples. Alrighty. So Jesus appeared to his disciples and said, Peace be with you. When he said this, he showed them his hands and his sides. He said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he breathed on them the Holy Spirit, Thomas was not with them when Jesus came. They told him what happened, but he said, Unless I see the mark of nails in his hands and put my finger into the nail marks and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. A week later, Jesus appeared to them again and said, Peace be with you. Then he told Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Bring your hand and put it into my side. And do not be unbelieving, but believe. Thomas said, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you come to believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. All right, thank you, and Dennis, for that summary. So this is that classic story of Jesus appearing to his disciples, of course, and doubting Thomas. So we're just going to get right into how this can apply to your lives by starting with the definition of faith, which is complete trust and belief in God based on spiritual apprehension rather than physical proof. All right. So the definition of faith is a very hard one to reconcile with. Completely, wholly, entirely trusting and believing that there is a God. And this is all spiritual. This is all from the heart, in your mind, from a feeling, rather than physical proof. Which is super hard to agree with and accept, especially in this age, especially in the United States, where science and being able to prove something experimentally, the scientific method is something that we desperately cling on to and believe in as the best way to prove something and to show that something is real, exists, um, actually happens. And so how do we know that God is real? And is it possible for us to balance having faith while also wanting to be able to prove things? I think so. And so some topics of discussion that we will have is the seen versus the unseen, science versus faith, and like good versus bad, um, and how all of this revolves around our faith in God. Yeah, what Jean just was saying about how do we know God is real? Like we've, we've all had that question because we can't see God. We don't really know for sure if he is real. Oh man, I don't know where I'm going with this. Let's see. <laughs> we can we can talk about things that you can see and things that you can't see. Um and like in 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 the real world and how we can still like just believe that it's there because other people have taught us so. Um so like for example, right, oxygen. gravity or oxygen, <laughs> right? Like you can't see it. Like you but you know it's there. Like an apple fell from a tree. And then, voila, gravity. <laughs> like, oh, beautiful. Isaac Newton, um, right? Like, he, he was like, why did this happen to me? I am going to look into it now. And then, like, that was, I don't even know when that was. Was that 1800s, 1900s? Who knows? I don't know my history. But mm-hmm. basically, like, hundreds of years later, we read it in a textbook. And we're like, okay, cool. Makes sense. Sounds good. Um, 
gravity exists, even though like I personally haven't studied it and figured out how it works on Earth. Um, like I believe it, even though I can't see it. In addition to gravity is oxygen or chemistry in general. You you're taught that there is all these elements, and oxygen is O two or water is H two O, and how do you know that hydrogen molecules? exist molecules what are those they're just small little things but we put a name to it and we just like like Giannis was saying we accept that gravity exists and we also trust that these molecules make up our entire world so i guess that gives a pretty good bridge to the next two contrasting things which is science and faith so a quote that i found um while Delving into this is that all knowledge comes from God, and that includes science. So we shouldn't take the Bible and say that all truth in all areas has to come from the Bible. And so what I interpreted from this quote is that if, like, at my core, at my fundamental foundations, I believe that God created everything. God is the creator of everything. Then God also created science and molecules and gravity and everything else, and and created the people who wrote the Bible, and in a way, like through him and through the people, he was able to put his words and his love for us into the Bible.、Um, but to say that, like, so we shouldn't take the Bible and all that, and and say that everything the Bible says is the truth,、um, and anything that counters the Bible is not the truth. I think that. Everything can be considered a little, like a little peephole into truth with a capital T, and getting closer to God. It doesn't have to be opposing and contradictory,、um, because we we as humans are flawed. Everything that we're exploring, like the Bible and the and like science, like because it comes through human beings, there are things that aren't necessarily truth with a capital T. I guess,、um, but they're all like little baby steps to come closer to God and come closer to understanding Him and everything that He has created. All is just part of our journey towards seeking out God. Yeah. So a huge topic of debate, or like a very common thing that is conflicting for people of faith,、um, who are also, you know, people who believe in science, is evolution. There's a very like ongoing debate. You probably had it before. Like everyone knows, the scientific approach to how we come as a species is through evolution. But our faith teaches us the story of creation, and so, quite frankly, God was just working in overdrive. First, He made the animals, right? Then, on the last days, He made Adam and Eve. He they evolved from animals to Adam and Eve. He just did it in a couple couple hours. Historians are just like, oh, it just took ages and years. God's is fast, bro. God's is really fast. And just you mentioned something about it, pretty similar to what Andennis just said. It's interesting because I think of it a different way, but Andennis and Andennis's explanation makes a lot more sense, and I'm actually learning a little bit more. So yeah. So so I read an article a long time ago, and it was like evolution and the story of creation are like pretty like compatible. And it was like saying how, like, f- like in science we learned that like 
first everything was like molecules and like microorganisms and like it was like super hot on earth um for a really long time and then like everything like there's just like little like bacterias in the ocean and then like slowly like became fish and then like fish grew legs and then they crawled onto land and then like on land they like like plants and stuff like everything like spread from like the oceans to the land and stuff like that and then like obviously like primates right monkeys slowly evolved into human beings and it actually like kind of matches the story of creation because like on the first day on the second day whatever like god created the the sun and the moon and he created the oceans and then he created the land and then he created the fish and then he created the birds and the animals and then like on the like fifth or sixth day he created humans so like like the the order and like the the content of like what happens on each day kind of matches what we've learned about science and how like scientifically um and like ge- geo- ge- geologically is that the word <laughs> and geologically how the earth came to be as it is um which is kind of cool yeah that's that's evolution and the big bang theory right there not in so many words but even better <laughs> So we've we've kind of put seen and unseen at opposite ends and science and faith at opposite ends. But what we're trying to get at isn't a good versus bad or a better or a worse option. But you can't see this. But in our notes, we put verses in quotes because it's not really them standing at opposite ends, but they work together and science and faith can exist at the same time, just as the seen and unseen can exist at the same time. I think that this contrast that people feel about good versus bad in the debate between science and faith um, comes from like our sociocultural norm that rationality, logic, and being able to prove something is much better than someone's emotions someone's feelings um something that comes from the heart is is a lot more wishy-washy in a way and so it feels ironic as it is it feels like it's bad to 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 feel anything and that you need to prove something through like evidence and so hopefully we can become more open-minded and recognize that we, we have feelings for a reason, um, and so they're as valuable and as important as our logic and our rationality. And so to say that one should be valued more than the other, I hope that with time and with like our changing, evolving society, that we will come to appreciate both. Um, and I think that in the end, wanting to find proof doesn't mean that you don't have faith. Um, but at some point, science won't be able to answer your questions anymore. So on the topic of evolution, like we can either say that some intelligent greater being was the start of all of this, was the initializer of everything. So you could say that either this great greater being created everything, or you could say that all of this happened due to randomness. And randomness can't be proven by science either. And so you, you'll, you'll reach a point where 
science can't answer your questions and you'll have to choose to either believe in randomness or in this greater being and that's where faith comes in is trusting and believing in something that you can't see or feel or prove based on spiritual apprehension yeah so even though all these things might be kind of battling it out in your head which do you choose or if they're all just swirling and it's it's becoming a little confusing we should look to what jesus says in this gospel which is peace be with you so jesus is not just giving us peace like here is peace now be at peace jesus not only gives us peace but he reassures us that he is with us and it's not just the peace that's going to be with us but he is going to be walking with us every step of the way something that my cousin ashley told me was like all hearts long for god like no matter who you are like mm-hmm. what your like belief system is like all hearts long for god and so the whether path they that we it take or not. to get <laughs> yeah whether they know it or not like and whatever path they take to get there all all hearts long for god and so in the end like that's 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 faith i guess that ties in perfectly because even though we stray far away there's always going to be something pulling us to god basically what thomas did was not completely out of the blue, was not out of left field. It was human nature for him to have doubt. And so, you know, and having doubt is not a bad thing. Having doubt and questioning your faith, questioning whether or not, you know, we were born into the right religion, whether or not we are, we are following the right path, whether God is even real. Having these questions either to ourselves or with our peers can actually make our faith in the end stronger. Yeah, so instead of a little chat check-in like we usually do, we're going to ask two discussion questions. What are your doubts concerning faith in God? And the second one is, how do you meet those doubts if you do? If not, that's okay. But if you meet them, how do you carry on? So think about that. We'll ask you again on Saturday. And you can tell us, even though it might be a little uncomfortable or a little scary, we're, we're just going to do it. You know, we're going to face it head on. All right. So we'll see you on Saturday. Bye. Bye. Bye.